0: Welcome to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm a wife, mom, and holistic wellness coach. I have a passion for helping women, particularly moms, prioritize themselves and their general well-being. Because when we take the time to take care of ourselves, everyone wins. My goal with this podcast is to finally help you figure out what works for you to support your overall well-being. And because health is so much more than the size of our body, no topic will be off-limits. We're talking about relationships, mental health, even things like finances, because it all plays a role. Some opinions and research shared here might work for you, and some definitely won't. So I encourage you to stay curious, be open to experimenting a little, and take what serves you and leave what doesn't. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, welcome back to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan, I'm your host, and as always, I am so happy to have you here. Um, Today's episode is a little scary for me to record, so um, a lot of you, if you have been around for a while, you're very familiar with my story about anxiety and depression and you know, my lifelong <laughs> struggles with those two things, but particularly since 2020. And um, if you're unfamiliar or if you're new here, I'll go ahead and I'll link some of those episodes where I discussed that um, in the past below. So you can kind of catch up on that if you want to. But brief recap, um, in case, you know, it's not top of mind. Uh, essentially, I have had, you know, symptoms of depression, um, but more so anxiety, basically my entire life. Um, But I was not officially or formally diagnosed until I was about 30 years old. Um, I started with uh, medicine and um, didn't really enjoy that experience, went off the medicine with my doctor's help. And, you know, always, always, always work with your doctor. Um, And then you know that was during 2020 that was not a great decision in the first place um <laughs> i didn't have a lot of anyway um went really far downhill really quickly ended up back on medicine at the end of 2020 and i've been taking it ever since and i feel like i'm doing really well right now um i've learned a ton about myself. I've done a lot of therapy. I've read a lot of books. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I have trialed and errored um, different tools and coping skills and, you know, preventative measures. Um, Like I said, I'm much more self-aware now. And so I'm kind of at this place where I'm kind of like, (laughs) do I really need to be on this medicine? And the answer to that might be, yes, Megan, you do. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Right. And so I'm in this space of considering weaning off, or at least maybe possibly changing the dose to a little bit of a lower dose of the medicine that I'm taking. And so I made, I've been talking about this for like at least six months. Um, And so I finally was like, okay, if I am going to do this, I can't do what I did last time, which was just call my doctor, tell them I didn't like my medicine and I wanted to come off and just follow the instructions for weaning off of the medicine. Like that was it. There was no follow-up appointment. There was no, like I was not checking in with myself to see how I was doing. Like I literally just followed the instructions, took my medicine as prescribed was done taking medicine and that was it. Um, Literally no support at all. Um, And so this time around, I'm like, okay, if this is a road that I'm going to go down, um, I I want to make sure I have the proper supports in place. So not only am I obviously going to work with my prescribing physician, I also want to make sure that I'm in therapy regularly um, so that you know, they can kind of help me catch anything that I'm not catching by myself. Or maybe if my family is saying things that I'm not hearing, um, I have that extra, like not, I mean, she doesn't live with me obviously, but like that extra lens of, um, just help and guidance and support, um, So that's where I'm at. So I call up my therapist and I get on her schedule and I say, okay, this and this is what I'm thinking, this is what's going on. Um, And she was, you know, mind you, when she convinced me to go back on medicine, she told me, you know, it might not have to be forever. Like some people just need medicine to get them through a specific point um, and then they can wean off and they're fine. Some people do take medicine forever and that's fine, too. So at this point, I'm just trying to figure out which one of those people am I, because I cannot stand the pharmaceutical industry, just personally. Um, And so I don't want to be on medicine just for the sake of being on it, just because I'm afraid to try. Um, I think I'm in a really good position now um, and so anyway, my therapist was like, "Okay, well, why? <laughs> like what's the main reason why?" And so I explained that part. I also explained um that the particular medicine that I'm on has does have a side effect of increasing your heart rate. And my doctor and I decided that that was a side effect that we were okay with because my heart rate is pretty low in general anyway. Um, So my heart rate did definitely increase by about, you know, five to 10 beats per minute, but I'm still well within the normal range of heart rate. So that's fine. Um, But I do wear an iWatch and I do have apps on my phone that track my heart rate variability, which is um, not just your heart rate, but the variability of time between beats. Um, And so that's an indicator of, you know, general health and stress levels and recovery and, and all those sorts of things. And so I know, I know not to put like too much weight into those types of things. Um, but it is a data point point. and my HRV score since I've been tracking has not been super great. <laughs> um, uh, my body is under a lot of stress and, I it's not anxiety because I am not anxious like I used to be um and FYI I'm not on an anxiety medicine I am on a depression medicine um I left that part out of my little recap when I was diagnosed with I went for help with anxiety um and I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and I was like what the what do you mean I'm not I'm not depressed yes I was um And so as it turns out, um, my, my doctor did prescribe an anxiety medicine and a depression medicine, but I only take the depression medicine. I only take the anxiety medicine as needed and I just haven't felt like I've needed it. So I just haven't, we just haven't taken it. Um, and when I went for my follow-up appointment, she was totally fine with that. So, um, anyway, back to this HRV thing, it's like, It's out of control how like not okay that system is running in my body. And there's no research, none that I can find about the impact of this particular medicine on heart rate variability. I think because HRV is like new-ish, not like brand new, like we've always known about it, but new... um, it's something new that we're all tracking, not we're all, but like people are able to track just generally. Um, and so there's no research to support this. This is just kind of a hunch that I have. Um, and again, it's nothing crazy, but something that I'm aware of and something that I can see and something that I'm just kind of like, like I've taken out <laughs> I've taken out alcohol. I have weaned down on caffeine. Like I, I have done all of the other substance Things I have done, um, you know, taking care of my nervous system and getting out of fight or flight and getting into that rest and digest and like being purposeful about doing all of those things. Um, and still, for whatever reason, my HRV is um, generally not great. So that's like my my biggest primary concern is that score. And this is like the last thing that I can think of that might be messing with it. Um, And so my we talk a little bit more about like my current habits and my self-awareness and my relationships and my job and, you know, all of these other things that were problematic for me when I was in therapy. Um, And she agrees that, you know, I am in a good spot. I do have, you know, way more supports in place for myself that I didn't have for myself in the past. Um, But she was like, Megan, you know, you can have all of the supports in place in the world. You can journal all you want. You can, you know, take care of your gut health all you want. You can nurture your relationships all you want. And if there's an underlying issue, none of that is going to matter. And she's 100% 100% correct. So, there is one thing that she asked me to do um, before I go ahead and talk to my doctor about getting off of the medicine. And that one thing was to do a complete hormone test. And the reason for that is, you know, she has been on her own journey since we last worked together with her hormones. Um, And she just kind of said, you know, if I knew then what I know now about hormones, I would have sent you to get your hormones checked first thing because my symptoms screamed hormone imbalance. Um, And looking back and coincidentally, I have done a lot of work to balance a suspected estrogen dominance um, over the last year with my work with Corinne. And, um, so again, I've done a lot of work in that area lifestyle wise, and I have, I have corrected all of my presenting symptoms. So the only thing left (laughs) is this, you know, very, very, very severe anxiety. Um, which again was my presenting symptom back in 2020. Um, but the really underlying symptom was the depression. And so my theory for myself is that, um, my depression fuels my anxiety, right? So if I let my depression go, my anxiety fucking spirals. Right. Um, and then my depression gets worse and it's just like a really quick downhill spiral. Um, And so I agreed. I was like, you know what? You are 100% right. Um, That's still something that can definitely exist within myself. So I think that's a great idea. Um, And so I am currently waiting on my test to arrive. Um, This is not something that I'm working with my primary care doctor on because for the most part, primary care doctors will run like a, a blood test, which is great, it shows you know, some stuff, but it doesn't give a full picture, because as women, our hormones are different every single day of our cycle, um, and they're supposed to be. So this is a test that I take at home. Um, I don't have it yet, so as I progress through, I will keep you guys up to date if this is something that you're interested in, um, but I'm working with a um, holistic practice, actually the practice that I work at during my day job um, and I'm gonna do this hormone test and see how, see what it looks like. And so if there is a hormone imbalance, I will do more to correct that imbalance um, as much as I can. Um, and if there's not really a hormone imbalance, then I my next step will be to call my primary care and um, go ahead and start the process of weaning down my medicine um, just to see how that goes first. Um, and I, this is a very exciting step for me, um, because I, I do feel better than I ever have. And while I do recognize that I do have medicine in my system, right. Um, I do also very much attribute it to my lifestyle changes that I have made because, I am a very firm believer that medicine, take your fucking medicine, guys, <laughs> take it. Um, medicine is a very important piece to the puzzle. It's not, a, it's not a magic pill. It's not gonna, it's not a cure-all. There's still work that you have to do, um, at least in, in my case. And um, yeah, in my case. <laughs> Um, and I've done that work and I've done it for a really long time now. And I feel like I'm in a place that I am, um, very stable and just ready for this, you know, this next step. So, um, again, I just, (laughs) this is something that I'm like really excited about and also like kind of scared because I don't know what's going to show up on this hormone test. I don't know what my doctor is going to say. I don't know what it's going to be like if and when I do start to wean off of my medicine. Um, and so it's going to be a journey. And I I have been wanting to talk about it on the podcast, but I've also been kind of like, don't open that door until you have more answers. Um, but I think that this is an important conversation and one that's worth keeping open and one that's worth keeping you all in the loop of so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna keep you in the loop i'm gonna continue to share about my progress Um, i'll share here i'll share on instagram as well Um, so if you all are interested in hearing more about this journey i would love for you to let me know um, if you have anything in particular that you want to learn more about or if you have questions about anything that I talked about on this episode or any future episodes, always send me a DM on Instagram at Megan e wellness. Um, or you can always reply back to my emails that you get. If you're not on my email list, I'll go ahead and, um, include a link to that in the show notes. I'll, it's actually, um, I'll include a link to my, um, finding a workout routine that works for you. Um, that will give you the free, workout guide um, and then also it will get you on my email list so you'll get my my weekly emails um, reply to them guys I, I love to hear from you um, sometimes people reply and they're like I don't you know they feel funny about it. I'm like no don't feel fun like I want you to respond to them that's why I put questions in there I want I want to hear from you um, so anyway that is that's what's been on my mind that's what's been going on kind of behind the scenes here and yeah, I'm excited to, to continue to keep you on the loop. So, um, also if you have a story about this, that in, from your own life that you are interested in sharing, or if you know someone else who is open about this topic, um, I'd love to have them on the show. So again, slide into my DMS at Megan E wellness. Um, let me know, get me connected and, uh, we'll go from there. So until next time, you guys stay well so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love connecting with you and hearing about what resonates with you. If you connected with something in this episode, do me a favor and screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Megan E. Wellness so we can chat about it. This helps me continue to create content that resonates with you and other women just like you. Until next time, stay curious.